Hey everybody and welcome to episode 98 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys and girls, welcome back to the Revive Yourself podcast, episode 98 edging also closer to that 100th episode and uh yeah glad glad you're back with us hope everything is going well for you this week hope as always hope you're staying healthy you're being active you're getting in uh everything you need to in terms of just boosting your health and having a good fun life you know time with friends and family as well that's just as important enjoying yourself it's a big part of the health paradigm so i hope you're doing that too and I hope everything is going very, very smoothly for you. Um, lots of good, uh, lots of good comments all about, and, and emails coming in about the episode with Emma um, last week. So that's fantastic. Anyone who you know has SIBO, if you've got SIBO, go back and listen to that show. Uh, and still getting some great messages coming through on the episode with Matt uh, Embry as well, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, lots of exciting things happening in in the health world. Really thinking about um, going on the road. Uh, with the podcast across Europe, uh, interviewing some of the doctors I met on my journey as well, and then over to America, um, etc., and interviewing them face to face. Lots of these people that I spoke to on my journey, as well as new guests. Um, I may even start opening up a Patreon account as well, or something similar to that. So it just gives all the listeners a little, it just gives the chance for listeners to, if they feel like they've getting anything from our interviews at the moment you know all the podcasts are extremely free but for me to go and get the even better interviews with, with doctors and go face to face and get real close up close etc i might even start opening a patreon account where people can just start just to donate whatever they think it's worth you know if it's a couple of dollars a month or you know or sorry dollars a couple of pounds a month 10 pounds a month or whatever per episode have a little think about that just so we can start to um start to maybe put that towards, it all go towards the show, then towards um, going interviewing doctors and getting out there and speaking to people I really want to go to. Um, it's something that I'm thinking about. Uh, if you think that'd be something, yeah, be good for us, let us know. Um, I know lots of people out there doing it, people like Sam Harris, Peter, Jordan Peterson have Patreon accounts with all the information they put out there. You know, um, it's all for free, what you're thinking, unless you work with me and think it's for free, for free, which I love doing, love putting out information for free. This, this doesn't allow us to get even more quality information and you know it's really it's just enabling <laughs> us to go and speak to these people and find out more at a deeper level so we can have really good conversations with them I mean, we have great conversations but it just allows us to go a bit a little bit deeper um so it'd be something we'll be thinking about um as always uh head over to www.reviveyourself.co for all our articles and obviously we've got our shop there with the um all supplements you may need we're going to be adding to that as well uh, as well as the airy tech emf blockers if you've got wi-fi in your house house or you carry your phone around or anything like that you need one of these devices we've got all different products there the aries tech you can go on there you've got one for your phone one for your car one for your laptop um and one for your personal body as well so have a look at that uh, and also the aquatair water filtration systems if you haven't got a water filtration system for your house and you don't know why you need one then Look, listen to our interview with Graham Bremner um, 
that will talk for you. I mean, if you don't know already about fluoride and the drugs and medication that are in the water, uh, etc., then, you know, it's time for you to, to do your research and it's time for you to get one of these water filtration systems. Um, got all different options for one, two, three, four bed houses, hard and soft water, so there's no excuses. And it works at about £75 a year, even, even the most expensive one that lasts five to ten years so you're covered for ages anyway on to today's interview uh, today's interview is with dr dawn ewin all the way from texas um she's well dawn is someone that i saw on the um on on the film root calls something that i posted about a uh, a few months ago, um, all about my man's journey, about the, the dangers of root canals. And Dawn was a really valuable guest on the show, looked into her research, to her, saw how long she'd been doing this, saw who she, she worked with, and I really wanted to get her on the show because I think it's really important to keep having a, having different guests. And even if we're talking about similar topics or same topics, different guests all have different experiences and they have different little gems, and it's really important. And, um, you know... Having having that 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 vast knowledge is 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 phenomenal. And Dawn also is the author of Let the Tooth Be Known. Um, and you know she's she, I mean she's she's executive direct, executive director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Um, and she's I mean she's been a naturopathic practitioner too for for years and years and years. And so she she. She's been doing this a long time. She even began, <laughs> like, uh, she even had a, a stint of being uh, working with, um, like, paramedic and emergency medicine. Um, and she did advanced cardiac, uh, cardiac life support um, to people as well. So she's been, she's been immersed in, in health in different, different aspects and, and helping people for a long, long time. And then she was drawn back into dentistry by a biological dentist um, who was looking for for someone to uh, share their knowledge with, uh, not just the mouth but the whole body, and she's been doing this ever, ever since. And and so today we cover lots of different topics about root canals, um, about what happens if they get infected, leading to disease and cancer, what a cavitation is. Um, and we do, yeah, lots, going to lots of different um, information. And you can find Dawn at drdawn.net uh, you see her site you see that she knows exactly what she's talking about so without further ado here she is here's dawn and i'll see you on the other side you're in you're not you're in um texas yes yeah you're in houston Houston, Texas. I mean, that's uh, yeah. So it's quite a uh, quite a famous place. So how? So nice to nice to meet you. Nice to say hello to you. Um, saw saw your saw you on the the root cause, and I thought really like to speak to to his doctor. Um, that was a really good film. Um, I mean, we've known uh, for a long time about well, in natural health world, we know a long, long time about the toxic nature of root canals, etc. Um, but the general public it's still quite unknown um put a couple of posts up about it and it shocked people about how yeah i know yeah really shocked well to be fair i had thomas i had dr thomas levy on um interviewed him a couple of days ago he's been on twice um one of the things he said was um he he said it's like the number one cause for heart disease um he, he thinks and dr thomas rue put up something that said um 97 percent of his patients with a root canal had breast cancer on the same side um and those stats are quite i mean if you if you, if you don't know how bad a root canal is and the majority of people have got one they're quite 
Um, shocking stats, right? Yeah. And, you know, and sadly, when I started off in dentistry, I was encouraging people, don't, you know, don't have your tooth taken out. Get a root canal. You want to save a tooth at all costs. Um, but then when you really look at the medical side of it, you realize what you're telling people to do. And so now I'm, you know, complete opposite of where I was years ago. No, my gosh, you don't want to get a root canal. Get the tooth taken out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and how so? By the way, we are recording. I always just like to have a nice sort of thing. So just to let you know, where um, how did you go from that view of get a root canal to don't get one? Just looking at patients, uh, I uh, did my thesis work on uh, the energetic relationship of teeth to different organs because I thought that was not something that we learned in school, and I. I really just couldn't believe it was true. And so um, about the same time Dr. Rao was doing his research on breast cancer, I just had so many men come to me with elevated PSAs, which is a, you know, a, a test that we look at for inflammation of a prostate. And most of those men that had elevated PSAs either had a root canal on one of the teeth related to prostate or they had the tooth knocked out and there was a cavitation there. And, and so that's really what kind of started me looking at it. And then once you start looking at blood work, and it's phenomenal. I mean, there's no place else in medicine that we leave an organ taxidermied inside the body and then tell you that you're going to be okay. You know, this oxymoron of a root canal, a root canal is a healthy tooth. It's just not possible. It's dead. You can't have a healthy dead anything. No, hundred percent. And and when yeah, when they said that, he said they had touched on it in the film. Or it might it might have been Thomas Levy who said um, it used to be done by the rich because they didn't want to have their tooth extracted. Um, it used to be left in. It was because it's quite an expensive treatment. But you've mentioned there a couple of things. It's something I want to touch on. You mentioned about how the teeth are linked to different organs. So you say, I want to touch on, are you, are you getting any feedback or you can hear me okay? No, I can hear you fine. Perfect, perfect. I was just getting a little bit there. So it's something I do, really do want to touch on. So your 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 website, um, drdawn.net, but you, you've got holistic health alternatives, um, we've met before, but you've got a few different, you've got a few different things that you do and you do use uh, meridian stress assessments as well, um, as well as the teeth, which would be interesting to go into. So, so that sort of, I suppose that sort of links into what you were talking about there, how the teeth on the teeth are linked to different organs and different different meridians. So for people, just 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 to, for, just for I'll say, yeah, how for people out there, how important are your teeth for your overall health? Well, I would say that uh, I agree with Doctor Vol. Eighty percent of people's health problems stem from something in the mouth. Mm. That's a big. That's a big. That's a big number. Eighty percent. Yeah, and that includes periodontal disease. Uh, diabetes is connected to periodontal disease. We're not even talking about just the root canal issue. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how important it is for oral health. Yeah, overall. And the other thing was mentioned in the film was the cavitation. It doesn't really get talked about that much. Um, hasn't really been brought up that much. So, so for example, if someone comes to you, so you've got a few different services that you offer um, on your site here. You've got the um, 
MSA, which is the Meridian Stress Assessment. You do the thermography, which uh, we get, get into as well, and heavy metal testing. So someone comes to you, the first thing you do, is it a Meridian Stress Assessment, or sorry, Stress Analysis? It, it depends. I mean, uh, people are referred to me from other physicians, and oftentimes they will request a certain test. And then I, I do that test for that physician and send the results to them. Other times people come in and they, they just don't feel good. And so we'll start them off with a conversation, figure out where, where they've been, what their chief complaint is, and decide best use of their money. Is best use of their money to look at blood work? Is it to start looking at energetic testing? Of course, I always ask in my interview about their teeth because it's so important. And so I might send them out with homework to go get an x-ray of their mouth so that I can decide if that's going to be part of their plan. Okay. And so just for people out there, um, what, what, what does, you said energetic st- stuff as well, which is interesting, your meridian stress assessments, what, what, well, what, what, are, what is a meridian stress assessment? Well, first of all, what are meridian points for people out there? And what, are, what is a meridian stress assessment? How, what, is it, what does it tell you? Okay, so um, the meridians are energetic pathways that go through the body. They are not arteries. They're not veins. They're not nerves. If you inject a radioisotope into an acupuncture point and start taking images, it will follow the energetic pathway. Once the person's dead, they have no more energetic pathways, right? Mm -hmm. The life force is gone out of them. You can't find them. The only way you can find them is when they are alive and they're measurable. It would be equated to taking your automobile in and having someone connected up electronically to a computer to find out what's wrong with the car. So we touch these different acupuncture points to gather data about how the electricity is going. Is that a fair analogy? Yeah, and so for people out there, where would would they find these meridian points? Oh, they're all over the body. All over? All over. Just like acupuncture, they're everywhere. Every square inch of your body is a data collection point. I use the um, control measurement points, which are found on hands and feet. That's pretty much all I I deal with. Um, I would say the majority of what I do is the mouth because there are so few of us that actually test teeth. Plenty of people test the rest of the body and just forget about the teeth. Um, so I spend a majority of my day doing that. Yeah, and so is that is that the, is that the dental screening that you talk about on your website, right? So you've got so you've got you've got um, excretory well, roots. I can't speak. Um, basically, yeah. excretory excretory roots. Yeah. Um, so they're taking acupuncture points. Um, so basically, it's where you where your body would excrete toxins. Yeah. Yes. Your lymphatics, your lung, your large intestine, your liver, and your kidney are those ways that your body chooses to excrete toxins. So if I told you I wanted you to go home and clean your bedroom and get every paper clip from under the bed and every dust bunny and throw it out, but while you're cleaning and gathering, I'm hammering the doors and windows shut. Well, all you can do is move that trash. You can't remove it. That's nice. So those doors and windows are those excretory routes, the way the body chooses to discard it. Right. And that's a common flaw that people start detoxing their body or doing chelation, and they do not have those routes open. So what happens is they just mobilize it, 
and move it from cell to cell. They do not remove it into the potty. 100%. That's why I always say to people when they're going through a cleansing protocol, you have to make sure that the organs that are going to be doing these cleanses are working at, a, I mean, first of all, they're healthy, and second of all, they're, they're working at a rate that's... Um, that they're able to move these toxins. Most people don't realize that. I think the stats have shown, research has shown that most people's liver is only working at 40% of its maximum capacity. And so you've got like the colon, the liver, the kidneys, um, you know, you've got heavy metals and parasites, all these things going on. So really point. So that's the, um, that's the uh, excretory roots. So the 58.4 screening, let's say that's a deeper level. How, what, would, what, would that, what would that entail? Uh, well, okay, if you had not done the excretory routes first, mm-hmm then you could envision that this person is they're going to freak out mm-hmm. to find out how energy is getting blocked in different places. And so it gives the appearance of not really good health, which is true. So I, I prefer to work on the excretory routes first, let the house be cleaned just a little bit and air out, and then come in and look at is there a hole in the carpet or does the tile need to be replaced in this one area, equating that to your your body being your, your temple, right. your home where your spirit lives. And if we do that 58 point without having prepared the body first, then the person usually leaves depressed, which is why I try to encourage them to do some light house cleaning first before they really delve into what is going on in the rest of the body. Yeah, I always like to ask that to my um, guests because I think, it's, I think it's a very valuable thing where – I've been, I've, I was one place I, they want me to work with them in London, um, in Harley Street, and I was seeing them the way they work with their patients, and someone would come in, they'd tell them everything was wrong, and then they'd send them off for like thousands of pounds worth of tests. And, they were, and one of the questions they asked me was, do you, do you know why we've done that? And I, I'd be like, no. And they were like, well, they had this and this wrong, so I sent them off that test. And I was like, the guy's eating cheese strings and crisps, yeah, and you sent him off for 4,000 pounds worth of test. Of course, he's going to come back with all these negative things wrong. So, how about you spend at least thirty days, if not well, sixty days, getting his diet and lifestyle right, so you can see what's actually wrong with him, rather than just symptoms of not even the root cause, just extra symptoms. So, I think that's a thing that you say to your clients: is it go and I want you to do some things before you come in. Yeah, they've got some homework assignments. Of some things to do. Sometimes they don't even really realize what it is they're doing. Uh, I I ask them to give me a, a three day diet diary, mm-hmm. and and they'll swear that their diet is good. And then once they turn it in, and I go over it with them, I, I, a lot of them are really shocked. Mm, I imagine it's, a lot of people just forget to put down the things they don't want to eat as well. They say, "Oh, I didn't. Well, it's only one biscuit, or it's only something like that. It's only one bit of bread." So, so that's a thing. So, okay, so that's like a deeper. That's a deeper screening. So, it's a deeper screening. But in general, when the excretory route, routes are open, you're going to get. You're going to. You're going to. Well, when they're working, the, the body's going to be at a higher level of performance anyway. So, you're going to go into dental screening. So, you mentioned here it requires a current panorex of the oral cavity. And it has to be less than 98 days old. What, 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 is a, what is a panorex? A panorex is an x-ray that goes around your head so that you can see the sinuses and all of the jaw and the way the teeth seat in, in the jaw. Um, oftentimes when a person goes to a dentist and has their annual x-rays taken, they have bite wings, which are x-rays that 
they bite down on, but it only shows the portion of the tooth that's in the mouth. It doesn't show the roots. And um, it's oftentimes amazing. We'll find somebody who has, uh, I had a guy that was shot with uh, a shotgun while he was hunting years ago, and he had pellets all in his jaw. You just find interesting things. But sometimes these teeth communicate up into the sinuses. And the person's complaint is that they have, you know, nasal drainage all the time and will find an infected root canal tooth that is actually dumping bacteria up into the sinus. Here this person's been on years of antibiotics and steroids and they've never addressed the root cause, which is the tooth. Mm, 100%. And that's the that's one I wanted to get to people because a lot of people go to dentists and you said before they have like a 2D uh, x-ray, whereas this, this is one that goes around and you can see the chronic infections that may sit all around the mouth, right? Because... Um, it says that a hundred percent. I think it was like well, it was close to a hundred percent infection rate with a, a root canal. Um, yeah, there has never been a root canal removed that is sterile. So that's a misconception that patients have that it's going to be sterile. It's not possible. There are three miles of little tubules that go sideways in the tooth that are filled with flesh, and that flesh is constantly degrading into a mush of rot and bacteria that was put on this planet to scavenge that type of mush finds its way into the body ask me how i don't know but it circulates throughout the body sniffs its way to this mush ends up inside the tooth because there are all kinds of micro fractures in the tooth and so that bacteria can get in now it's in a dark moist warm environment and it multiplies once it can't fit inside the tooth anymore, it will come outside of the tooth and set up a bacterial infection someplace as far away as a brain or a knee. It's mad. Two, two, people don't, you said that, people, if people don't understand, how can there be two to three miles of roots in your tooth? Because that's, no, not, 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 sorry, not roots. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah. These tubules that are inside the tooth. Tubules, okay. yeah. You have you have the outer enamel of a tooth. Yeah. That's the casing, like a skin in our body, right? And then underneath that, you have uh, dental tubules that go from the nerve on the inside of the tooth. Think of them as little soda straws that are stacked side by side by side. They actually, a healthy tooth will detoxify its waste, push its waste through the outside of the tooth to the outside. So here's a good example. You brush your teeth before you go to sleep. You run your tongue over your teeth. Mm, it feels nice and slick. You go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. You run your tongue over your teeth. There's some kind of funk that's on your teeth. Yeah. Tooth poop. <laughs> your tooth detoxified while you were sleeping. Oh, right. Cool. Waste product out to the outside, which is a biofilm that needs to be wiped off or brushed again. An unhealthy tooth that reverse, the reversal of that tubule flow occurs and it takes toxins into the inside of the nerve where the blood supply is and that tooth becomes sick and dies. So the healthy tooth is always doing like we do. We poop and take our waste to the outside of the world. Yep. Which is why when you crown a tooth, mm. you smother that tooth and reduce its ability to discard its waste same with veneers i'm sorry same with veneers 
No, a veneer is only a covering on one surface of the tooth. You still have a window available okay. for the tooth to discard its waste. Right. But, but crowns, no. Yes, I prefer a three-quarter crown. If the dentist can leave one window of, of natural enamel open, that will increase the tooth's chance of long-term survival okay so so for example when people so when people eating um say junk food or sweets etc or they go and have a drink a lot of people have a drink uh, alcoholic drink and they'll wake up in the morning their mouth will feel whoa, awful will that be a mixture of of plaque and obviously obviously sugars etc but also if, if they clean their teeth before they go to bed will that be just where the body's just getting rid of even more toxins oh absolutely just you know it Think of it like building up earwax. Mm-hmm. You know, people, some people that are, are detoxifying will build up inordinate amounts of earwax or they sweat more than usual and it smells nasty. Your teeth are individual organs and that's the way you need to treat them. Right. You know, you, you need to take good care of them because there's nothing that dentistry has that is as good as what God gave us to begin with. Mm-hmm. That Those teeth are precious. And people don't treat them with the respect that they deserve. One hundred percent, I completely agree. So, with, when it comes to cleaning them uh, and brushing them, I mean, so when it comes, if you can feel that, can you brush your teeth too much? Well, I, I, you can brush them too vigorously mm-hmm. and incorrectly, where you, you know, push the gums up, or some people brush sideways and they wear grooves in their teeth. Um, so, people, so up and so up and down rather than side to side. Yeah, I would prefer they go round and round with a soft toothbrush and no toothpaste. I want it completely dry. Just sit down, watch a television show, and and brush your teeth. Then take the toothbrush out and feel all of your teeth. Do they feel slick? If they feel still feel a little rough and fuzzy, you've missed a spot. Then if you want to put some toothpaste on or essential oil or anything you want to freshen your breath, you can. But the toothpaste itself does not do anything to remove the plaque off the tooth. It's the mechanical vibration of the toothbrush. If it did, we would teach people to smear toothpaste on their teeth when we're flossing to get that toothpaste in between the tooth. It's the mechanical action of the toothbrush and the floss that removes that biofilm. That biofilm is like a fish tank, when you're cleaning a fish tank and you feel the slime that gets on the tubes and on the glass, that's the consistency of this plaque. That's, that's interesting. No toothpaste. Right. So that's a, that's a bit people go, really? No toothpaste? I mean, I can understand that. I mean, to me, it sounds... So you're saying the toothpaste really is only there to freshen our breath? True. That's, that's really the main purpose of it. So if a bird poops on your windshield... Mm-hmm. With water alone and a windshield wiper, you can clean that windshield. You don't mm-hmm. have to have something abrasive, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same one in your, in your mouth. So with these biofilms, if people don't clean their teeth enough, what can these biofilms do? Well, the, the mouth is the most, it's the filthiest place in your body. It harbors the most harmful bacteria. And so if you are have a compromised immune system, that bacteria, as you, let's say you bite into an apple and you push that biofilm up under your gums and you've not been good about taking care of your teeth so your gums bleed. Now you've introduced bacteria into your system and that body's going to force 
that bacteria is going to go throughout your entire body. So, you know, we're talking about a diabetic. It becomes incredibly important for them to take care of their teeth mm -hmm. because the filthier their mouth is, the higher their sugar level is going to be because of the bacteria that's there. So it creates this vicious circle for them where they can't manage their blood sugar because they've got an, a chronic low-grade infection, which is their mouth. But people don't, yeah, and, and a lot of these infections, they're, they're painless, right? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I have people that come in and they tell me, ah, don't worry about that blood that, you know, I see. It, my gums always bleed, as if that's normal. If, if you washed your hands and your cuticle started bleeding, you would have cause for concern. Mm -hmm. Your gum tissue should be nice and tight to your tooth, like your cuticles are to your fingernail. And they should not bleed at all, zero, unless you cut yourself. 100%. And so this is the thing people to understand that a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these infections are completely, I mean, they might bleed, a lot of them are completely painless. And, or, or as you said before, so I want to talk about this as well, the organs, because you said they might have a problem in their tooth, but they have sinus issues, or they might have something in their head, or they might have another organ that has a problem. What, how come, so, so what teeth are linked to what organs, or... Is it, I mean, is this common, I mean, in the dental industry, in the conventional dentist in, industry, is it known? Because it seems that they think that the teeth are just part of the mouth and that's it, and nothing else is linked. But talking to a holistic dentist, they realize that your teeth are linked to every, like, certain teeth are linked to different organs, correct? Yes. Uh, if you're talking to a holistic or biological dentist, mm -hmm. they will understand that the wisdom teeth are connected to the heart and the small intestine. That on top, you've got your molars and one premolar, so there are actually three teeth on top that on either side that are connected to the breast, the thyroid, the stomach, um, the pancreas. And then you've got the next teeth, which are lung and large intestine. And then everybody knows this. You've heard the old adage, I'd give my eye tooth for something. Mm. Your canines, and there are four of them are connected to the eye, but they're also connected to the liver and the gallbladder. Mm. And the, the front teeth, the four on top and the four on the bottom, are connected to the kidney and the bladder, the prostate, the ovary, the uterus, the anal canal. So, yes, each of these teeth, and, and so it's very interesting to me when uh, someone comes in and they say, you know, well, I have lung cancer, um, I've been diagnosed with colon cancer. I'm immediately in my mind, I want to know, do they have a root canal? Do they have a missing tooth? And where is it? Mm. Because nine times out of ten, it's going to be a perfect match. That's, I mean, that's quite a powerful thing for people to hear as well because it's amazing the amount of success people can get just by living, the, well, if they haven't been, living a holistic lifestyle, eating clean, getting the right amount of sleep, good quality water. I mean, because then once they start doing that, I suppose the mouth starts to take care of itself a little bit better. You know, there's this, it starts to... No? I need people to understand that periodontal disease is a disease. Disease? It's a disease. Right. You need to be in care of a dental office as often as it takes to manage your disease. So how often? Every six weeks. All right, okay. It might be getting ozone treatments to help manage the disease. If you had a diagnosis of cancer or diabetes, you wouldn't just not go to the doctor. I think I'm just not going to go for a year. No, no, no. So when I, was talk when I was talking about that, I didn't mean when you had those acute things. I mean, in terms of 
the, the lifestyle you're living, if you're living there, is gonna if you're cutting out lots of different of these refined processed foods, etc. Your teeth's gonna be your teeth are gonna be in a better uh, a better state than if they if they weren't. But when you're when you're dealing with when you're dealing with what you're talking about there, hundred percent, I think it's very very crucial for you to go and see something something like that. But for people for people that come to me, how 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 common is periodontal disease, for example? Um, well, if you look at the statistics that are posted, it's close to eight or nine people out of every ten. Really? Have at least one pocket that is greater than three millimeters. All right. So, like I said, the gum tissue is supposed to be very close and hug the tooth to prevent bacteria getting down around the tooth. And most people just don't floss. They don't take care of their teeth. They think that brushing one time a day is good. They don't brush adequately and, and remove all the plaque off all the surfaces. Um, you wouldn't, you know, wash your body and neglect the part constantly. No, 100%. So things people can do. So you say the brushing their teeth uh, at least twice a day. Um, flossing. Big fan of flossing. Yeah. Every day. Every day, and um, Dr. Thomas Levy said said the thing that he uses um, something is a little bit, a few drops of hydrogen peroxide sometimes to swish around the mouth in water. Would you would you recommend that? You know, I that's fine. A lot of times we'll introduce probiotics to a person because those probiotics will help create natural hydrogen peroxide in those deeper pockets. Um, a lot of time we encourage ozone and we'll send pe people home with ozone ice cubes so that they can let it melt and then rinse it around in their mouth. There's a lot of good essential oils that are helpful. But there's lots of ways to help reduce the bacteria, although the bacteria is not the sole problem. Um, you know, if, if we get back to looking at, at root canals, I wouldn't care if they could figure out a way to create a sterile root canal because the body is electric they've taken out the nerve and blood supply out of the tooth so there's a disconnect so my issue is that disconnect if I have a lamp and I plug it in and it works but now I disconnect the lamp and I choose to take an inch out of the port I leave the rubber intact so I fold it up and I plug it back in that lamp will not light up, not because it's a bacterial issue, but because there's an electrical disconnect where the electricity can't jump the gap that's been created by me removing some of the wire. It wouldn't matter if I set that lamp cord in dog poop. It's still not going to work because of the electric, electrical disconnect. So there are lots of factors when we're talking about the mouth. That's not just a root canal. That's a cavitation as well. Where yes, there's bacteria in there, but important to me is that there's an electrical disconnect. If your body needs help, see my my philosophy is that I think everybody gets, let's say cancer. Everybody gets cancer at least once in their life. But their immune system kicks into gear and they fight it off. They think they had the flu really bad, but no, they had cancer. Their body knew that, so their body kicked into gear. My issue is that electrical disconnect. Can you imagine picking up a phone to call 911 when you really need it and you have a dead phone? Your message isn't going to go anywhere. So that's what happens in the body. 
it's important to get those blockages of energy out of the way so that your body can function correctly. So it's got no, there's no life force to that tooth. Um, there's no, there's no, there's no, so once they, once they've taken that, so basically a root canal is they dig out the root, um, and they've, the root is still there. It's dead. The root is still there. Yes, they they uh, taxidermy the tooth. Oh, taxidermy. For you to, to visualize this, because most people know what taxidermy means. Yeah. Yeah, and then they leave leave the tooth in place. But again, if I have a phone that doesn't have a wire that is functioning, it gives the illusion that I have a telephone that functions. So you have a tooth. It gives the illusion that it can function for chewing, which it can, but that's not, not the only purpose that that tooth serves. So it's like having a, a rotting tooth in your body that can still chew. It's a weird one because the actual because the actual tooth, uh, the enamel, that stays that stays intact. So so. The, the bacteria doesn't start eating away at that, but it's the issues that come up down, down, you know, or down where they obviously are. so they've blocked it off, so the bacteria can thrive, and, and your immune system can't get there to to nullify it. Correct, and an antibiotic can't get in there because they discarded the nerve and blood supply inside the tooth. So if you take an antibiotic, it cannot get to the inside of the tooth. So you have to visualize. Everybody's seen a soup bone. Right? Yeah, yeah. You have a little bone and you have the marrow that's inside. At a microscopic level, that's what the inside of the tooth looks like. If you've stacked soup bones, one on top of the other on top of the other, that's the, the little dentinal tubules that we're talking about. But there are three miles of tubules. Mm. So there's an awful lot of decaying flesh inside this tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's something that it's quite yeah. It's, it's no wonder people get these problems. So when you're saying that these your teeth relate to different organs, when you're when have you noticed these things when once they once you start to take care of that that these diseases of the certain organs tend to get better. Uh, that's the I think that's what keeps me in this business as I never give anybody false hope, but it's shocking how often someone will clean up their mouth and something like uh, an ANA that was positive for years where the person had autoimmune diseases, they get their mouth cleaned up, their ANA goes away. Mm. I mean, it's, it's negative now. And I'm, I'm scratching my head going, how does that happen? You know, a, a person that oftentimes will come in and they're scheduled to have a cancerous organ removed. They get their mouth cleaned up and then they go in for their surgery. They get their pre-work done and the doctor says, wait a minute, we can't find what it is we were going after to begin with. Those are the things that keep me going. I can never promise that someone could regain their health, but it is miraculous how the body can take care of itself when it's given the right tools. You were designed to be able to clean up toxins. Your body was designed to be able to have compensating mechanisms kick in when something is not functioning correctly. That's our immune system. It's man that's interfered with that design and screwed things up. Mm -hmm. if, if you were a goat with a rotten tooth, 
you'd go out and chew on a limb until that tooth was so loose it just fell out. You wouldn't run to a goat dentist and get a goat canal. Yeah, I said it's it's funny when you say things. I always say I use it a lot in the show. I say you don't find a, a rattlesnake in in the wild with, with with gut issues or an alligator with PCOS. You know, these are all man-made things that we got going on. And and what you're saying saying there, once you combine good oral hygiene or seeing someone like yourself with an holistic lifestyle and diet, it's amazing how the body can heal itself or start to find its equilibrium. Right, and, and what you said was key. Let's get back to uh, the tooth with the flow of, of health. It's from the inside of the tooth towards the outside so it can detoxify. Let's introduce sugar. Let's say you have a perfectly clean tooth. You brushed it, you flossed it, it's awesome. And now you want to eat something really sugary. Introducing sugar into the body, regardless of whether it touches the mouth at all. We can even take a tube and force it down and deliver that sugar directly into the stomach. The tubule flow will reverse. Hmm. So now we're taking in the bacteria that's in the mouth, which has natural good bacteria anyway, even if you brushed and flossed, and that tubule flow goes in. So it's not just taking care of your teeth. Your key that you said was it's your lifestyle too. You can't be eating sugar and expect that if you brush and floss your teeth, you're going to be healthy. So tubule flow for people out there, um, Dr. Ewan, what is a tubule flow? That's the natural flow from the inside of the tooth through all the hard structures to the outside. And for listeners, if they're interested, that research was done in, at Loma Linda University. Right. And so, and so, the dental tubule flow, Loma Linda, and come up with that research. And so, what usually is in pushing toxins out when you eat sugar, they start drawing toxins in. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Like it, it's, it's almost why do you know? Do we know why this happens? Sugar's just a toxin. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that's remarkable. It's like it reverses the whole system. That's amazing. And that, but is this? Is that? Is that um, refined sugar, um, man-made sugar, or is that also the case with things like uh, fruits? the research i would imagine that it's refined sugar but uh, you know there are people out there that overdo things like um oh gosh i've seen people get into juicing and they juice carrots and beets and don't understand why they have decay yeah. they're sipping on it all day long it's it's sugar yes it's fructose but you know sugar is sugar it's the amount yeah okay so so for people out there two questions if You've got a root canal. What would you do? And secondly, if you've been told you need a root canal and you haven't had one yet, what would you do? Are you asking me personally? Or I'm you asking you. I'm asking you for your professional opinion. Okay. I here's what I tell people. I think you should have each root canal tested to see how much of a burden it is to your particular body. There are people that come see me and they're 90 years old and they're smoking cigarettes. I'm certainly not going to say, oh, my God, I'm not going to see you because you're smoking cigarettes. And that could cause lung cancer. 
obviously their genetics or whatever they're doing, it's not an issue for them. Uh, so I can't make a blanket statement and tell everyone that has a root canal, go get it removed. Okay. I would like to test it and see how much of a burden it is because here's what I can say. A dead tooth that is harboring a chronic low-grade infection in your body, you are giving up good health. How much good health do you want to give up? Mm. I personally had mono when I was two years old. Really? Who gets mono at two? So my immune system doesn't have enough good health to give away to maintain something dying and decaying in my body on a 24-hour basis, 365 days a year. I choose better health. And so, and so for those people, if they're healthy enough and they're young enough and they've had a root canal done, um, what would you say would be the best thing to do? Get it tested. And if it has to be removed, not only does the tooth have to be removed, but all the dead bone around it. And then you have to evaluate, am I healthy enough to withstand putting an implant in? Because implants have their own issue, and people don't realize that. Most dentists offer a titanium implant. Titanium is a metal known as a haptin, H-A-P-T-E-N. It means that that metal can trigger autoimmune. So maybe you didn't have a problem before the implant was placed, and now you have a health problem. I'm going to remind people there's nothing as good as what God gave you. Taking care of those precious little pearls can increase your lifespan and make you enjoy your life better than mm. if you arbitrarily just let them go their way. Now, zirconia is another option for an implant, but it's porcelain. Electricity cannot go through porcelain at all, which means that you've now created a blockage of energy. So again, you're giving up good health. You, there's pros and cons. If you're starving in a desert and you need food and someone offers you a fast food hamburger and fries and a milkshake, are you going to take it? Absolutely. You have, to, you have to look at all the factors that weigh into this person's health problems. It's what you do on an everyday basis that matters. You go one day without brushing and flossing your teeth, no, you're not going to die. But you should be taking care of them on an everyday basis. You fall off the wagon and you eat fast food one day in a month. Are you going to die? No. It's what you do on a consistent basis. But dentistry is a 24-hour-a-day, 365-day exposure. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. I always say that to my, to my guys. It's not what you do once in a while. It's what you do all the time that matters, and that's a, that's a huge thing. So for people, for people out there that need a root canal, I've been told they need a root canal, and and that tooth, that tooth's in a place where it's not visible. So if they if they've got one, if they need one, they told they need one, and then now they listen to this and they go, I don't want a root canal because of how toxic it is. Their options are an implant, which is either going to be titanium, it's like nickel or zirconia, or they could have a bridge um, done. If it's in a place where people can't really see and it's not visible to the eye, would you say just extraction and leaving it? leaving the, the bone to heal over would be best? I actually think that it would be better for them to have the tooth removed 
evaluate where it is. You're, you're saying it's a posterior tooth is in the back. Yeah, because a lot of people are going to do it because they don't, they're going to have something over it because obviously no one wants to be walking around with a missing tooth, you know, it just not, doesn't look good. You know, let's, let's be honest, like, <laughs> people are not going to want to do that. There are retainers that can be placed in the person's mouth so that no one knows that they have a tooth that's missing. Right. You know, a, a removable retainer. And is that, and are they, are they easy to eat with? Are they, are they sport with? Are they, yeah, are they. It, it creates function. It's annoying. I mean, I have to use the analogy, uh, if you have to wear glasses to see, it's annoying to wear the glasses, but it increases your function of your eyes to wear the glasses. Right. I have contact. I have to wear hard contact. Glasses don't work for me. It's annoying to have something in your eye constantly. But if I want to be able to see, I've got to wear my contacts. Right. So that would be, you'd say that would be the better option than the pure extraction? Everybody's different. I really have to look at okay. the, the mouth, where that tooth is. Are other teeth going to shift? So I may use that. Uh, for instance, I had a gentleman in the other day, and it was a back tooth they were going to remove. And... What was agreed upon was a retainer he would wear at night as a mouth guard that would hold that space, but it didn't bother him. He didn't have a tooth to chew on that side. So all we're trying to do is keep the other teeth from moving into that space, and we can do that with a night guard. Yeah, so you did. It's a bother him. Okay, so we do it at night. Cool, perfect. And then that's enough to keep those teeth in place? His case, <clears throat> yes. Okay, and so... Is that, is that a saying that people um, people do a lot? Do they, do they grind their teeth at night? Is that a big problem? It is a big problem. It uh, can uh, contribute to periodontal disease. You'd like to find the cause. Sometimes the person's airway is too small. Um, you know, in dentistry, years ago, when I first started, everybody had their bicuspids in the middle of their mouth taken out and braces put on to shove all the teeth back into a nice straight alignment and what we did was we created an entire generation of people that have sleep apnea hmm. their mouth now is smaller than it would have been if they had left those four teeth in play and straightened everything but their tongue didn't change sizes so now they're trying to sleep at night with this gargantuous tongue in their mouth it falls back and they snore so they have sleep apnea so you know, dentistry changes. We call it practicing medicine and dentistry because we're practicing on all these guinea pigs walking around. Mm. Uh, so the airway is incredibly important. Um, you know, when you clinch and grind, oftentimes that's a sign of parasite. Yep. In children in particular, you know, parents will come in and say, oh, my gosh, I can hear them grinding uh, down the hall in my room. Then I'm instantly going to be looking for parasites and trying to clean those up. Yeah, hundred percent. And do you, would you? Yeah, we because I know you test for heavy metals. You test for parasites too. But just quickly for that, would 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 you wear like a gum shield at night? Stop that, or like a retainer at night? Yes, yes, to help with that, and or you may need to actually go through orthodontics again in order to elongate both jaws so that your tongue will fit in your mouth. You know, people frown upon getting their tongue reshapened and cut out. So it's easier to manipulate the teeth. Mm. Or my husband wears a special guard that takes his lower jaw and brings it forward at night. 
when you do CPR, you have two options to open an airway. One is to tip the head back far and lift the chin. The second is to not move the head in a backwards motion, but to, to bring the jaw up into a forward motion. By doing that and bringing those lower teeth forward, you actually create an airway space. So my husband chose not to go through any orthodontics, but to wear a guard at night so that he doesn't snore, so that his, his mouth um, doesn't have the tongue fall back. Right. And so, and so with the kids or with people that do grinding, you, you test them, do you, do you test them for parasites yourself? or is it, I mean, how would you, you go about that? You can use EAV, you can use... Um, Stool tests are not really adequate because oftentimes the parasites are not in the intestinal tract. And that would be the only way you can find them. For instance, liver flukes. They're not going to show up in mm -hmm. the stool test. Yep. So someone who is proficient at doing muscle testing or EAV will probably have a better chance. When you say EAV, what do you mean by that? Electroacupuncture, according to Bold. The, the meridian stress assessment. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's what people know because that is um, – I've actually got – doctor over here that I said to my guys too that they need that um and yeah he regularly finds parasites in people doing that um so yeah I mean and is there uh, are all are there more are there some parasites that are more uh, akin to grinding than others or is it just general it's something that, that general parasites uh, sorry jet parasites in general can cause uh I, well i I'm sure that any parasite that has made its way into the intestinal tract is probably going to cause some grief. It, you know, traditionally you'll find like pinworms um, in small children. Yeah. And then the entire family needs to be treated. Well, yeah, because when, when, when someone's got it, everyone's got it. Um, cool. And so for to just to just to, to finish off, where do you see yourself and um, biological dentistry going in the future? Where do you where do you see this for? I mean, hopefully, do you see conventional dentistry getting on board with things you're doing anytime soon? Oh, anytime soon. Yeah, you know, conventional dentistry still believes that you can use mercury in a person's mouth. Yeah, why is that? That's amazing. Well, I think partially because the American Dental Association, which has a lot of clout throughout the world, owns the only patents that are left on amalgam. Oh my God, and yeah. So they're very hesitant to, you know, talk down about something that they own a patent on and, and continue to profit from. Um, so I'm sure that there's a money trail somewhere. I, I honestly don't know. I, I, uh, I do believe that we are slowly getting away from root canals. I remember years ago when I would refer a patient to a dentist, maybe their own dentist, to say, you know, this root canal tooth is a problem. I don't think you're going to be able to retreat it and resolve the problem. I do believe the tooth is going to have to be removed. And those dentists would call me a quack. But now that those dentists are making money off of implants, they will actually send the patient to me because they want me to tell the patient that the root canal tooth needs to be removed so that they can place an implant. So, again, you know, a lot of people do the line of work that they do, and their heart is not in helping or serving. It's for financial gain. I always tell people I have no vested interest in what you do. My job is to educate you about where your burdens are, and you get to pick and choose what you want to do to improve where you are. Yeah, no agenda apart from just helping people get better, right? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Anything else you'd like to, to, to add, uh, Dr. Ewan? 
you know, go go see your dentist. Pick up a toothbrush today. Pick up some floss. Get after those teeth and brush them until they're nice and slick. Make sure when you spit, there's no pink in the sink. Zero tolerance for pink. No pink in the sink. Yeah, if you uh, if you spit and you see pink, you need to be finding a dentist that can help you. Maybe you have a parasite in your mouth, an amoeba. Maybe you've got a trichomonads in there eating the gum tissue. You you need help, professional help. It's not something you can do at home. Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, um, Dr. Irin. You got so other than drdawn.net, are there any other websites that you you um, you own or you people to send to people to? Well, the IABDM is the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. And uh, I am the executive director for that group, so I help try to connect people with uh, an appropriate dentist, uh, hopefully one that's trained. And the other part of my job is to train the dentists and make sure that they get the education they need to do safe mercury removal, not just for the patient, for them. It's an occupational hazard. Well, this is this is something I actually touched on. Um, Dr. Thomas Levy was saying that dentists. I won't get into pay. Actually, we, we just we just. If you, have you got another five minutes? Sure. Yeah. Um, just because the dentist's um, suicide rate is huge. Yeah. Um, mercury toxicity buildup in not just dentists. Dental assistants have incredible rates of miscarriage. Why? Because they get pregnant. And the body knows that this fetus is doomed. And so it rejects the fetus and they have uh, a miscarriage, incredible rates of, of miscarriage. The dentists, you know, I was, at a, um, I was at a meeting that was actually hosted in my office. And I think there were 12 of us. Uh, of that 12, eight were women. And all eight of us have children that are neurologically compromised because of the way we absorbed mercury when we were exposed to mercury and not in a safe environment. So, you know, I, I talk to the dental schools and try to get them interested. They, they have no interest in protecting the students, which is a crime. Yes, fewer students are placing amalgams in uh, their patients' mouths, but they are removing amalgams on a daily basis, which you have to understand that if I have a tooth, that I could magically remove from someone's mouth. And let's say it has a mercury filling in it, an amalgam. And I measure with a Jerome Mercury vapor sniffer the amount of mercury coming off of that tooth. It's going to be really small, 0.06 micrograms per cubic meter. That's insanely small. Our government says it can be between 75 and 100, so it's insane how small it is. But take a soft toothbrush and go over the top of that tooth twice and now measure the amount of mercury coming off of it it will go over 200. Who just brushes their teeth and goes back and forth twice? Nobody. They get in there and they scrub and they are all over all of those teeth. This is just saying one tooth. Mm. So you can imagine the amount of mercury that's generated on a daily basis just brushing your teeth. Now let's take that tooth and dip it in hot water, the temperature of hot tea or hot coffee, over 200. Now let's take that tooth and dip it in something cold like lemonade, iced tea, orange juice, Coca-Cola, and that would be over 200. So you can imagine that somebody has mercury fillings is getting a daily exposure of mercury and it builds and builds and builds. And if they're like me, 
where I have an MTHFR flaw, which means that I don't methylate mercury correctly to get it out of my body. I'm a hoarder. I store it in all my organs. It means that this person is doomed. So, yes. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm this, I'm this, that's why I, I got tested um, very high levels of mercury. My mum had a whole mouthful of mercury as well uh, come down, and that's why I was getting lots of cysts, lots of other things going on. And yeah, it come down, and I can't touch any sort of deep, big, big fishy. But I just don't go anywhere near anything with mercury. In dentistry, and they they don't they don't teach that. Still, it's hmm. just amazing to me that other occupations that utilize mercury are very careful about testing and screening those employees. But in dentistry, it's just a, a magic wand. They've got it rid of them in thermometers in schools. So it also comes in a in a container that has a skull and crossbones on it. It says poisonous in any amount, and they put it in people's mouths. It's like, oh, it's it's poisonous in a container, but it's not poisonous in someone's mouth. It's like, it's like it defies logic. Imagine we're talking about this tooth that I originally said has a very small amount of mercury coming off, and I told you the amount that it increases by simply using a soft toothbrush. Mm. So now envision that the dentist is taking a diamond drill and he's introducing that to that filling. So it becomes this invisible cloud of mercury vapor. Now, if you broke a mercury thermometer and swallowed it, which please listeners don't do that, but your body would pass 80% of that and only absorb 20%. But you'd be calling poison control. Oh, yeah. Mercury vapor is different. It's the most absorbable form of mercury. Mm. You will absorb 80% of it and only discard 20%. So this patient that's sitting there with this invisible cloud of mercury vapor sitting right over their mouth is breathing in through their their nose, breathing in through their mouth, and they're absorbing. But the dentist and the assistant are doing that all day. Mm. Well, the, the, the patient's doing it. As soon as he gets it put in his mouth, every time they have a cup of tea, every time they clean their teeth, every time they eat any food, that, I mean, I've said to um, Dr. David Kennedy, he's got a great video of this on YouTube, and you may have seen it, where he, he holds the tooth behind the green, the green background and shows the amount that's coming off. It's smoking tooth. It's unbelievable. And people are like... The analogy I like to use quite a lot is it's like a balloon. You keep on blowing it up. One day it will burst. You've only got a certain toxic threshold that you can deal with. Everyone's different. Every constitution is different. People say, well, I've got this and I'm okay. Well, you are now. Will you be okay in a year? Who knows? And and these things that the dentist and assistants are are exposed to it day in, day out using it. And the person who puts it in their mouth, you know, that's every time they have, he said, so it goes, so what were the, what were the measurements? 0.7 when it's in. 0.06. Google, you'll see this. Uh, Tom McGuire posted a video many years ago on YouTube. So I think if you Google Tom McGuire. Um, Tooth. Yeah. You could probably even get in touch with him and, and, uh, and, and watch that. But we were at a symposium where he was trying desperately to open the eyes of conventional dentists. And so he invited them in, and he actually did that and videotaped it and put it on YouTube. Well, how, how are you spelling Maguire? Um, C-G-U-I-R-E. Cool. Uh, and, and, he did, and he did the same thing that Dr. David Kennedy did. Is that what he did? He's a retired dentist that uh, now runs a an organization, Mercury Free Dentists, trying to educate dentists 
about, you know, not just don't put in a mercury. You know, people call and they say, I need a mercury-free dentist. And I'm going, no, you don't. That, get that out of your mind. Mercury-free just simply means that they choose not to place new mercury fillings in someone's mouth. You want a mercury-safe dentist, somebody who knows how to take out mercury safely. And it's not something that you can tell your traditional dentist that doesn't have any of the equipment that you want done because it requires special equipment and special training. Yes, by law, that dentist has a license to remove mercury fillings. But if you can't do it safely, you are putting yourself at risk. Mm -hmm. It would be better for you to keep those nasty mercury fillings in your head than to have them taken out unsafely. Yeah, That's what I try to stress to people because the load can go absolutely berserk if you're sitting there breathing that mercury vapor, especially if you have an MTHFR flaw. You can, you can, they've caused um, paralysis, um, people to be paralyzed, I think, from... from oh There's all yeah. kinds of neurological problems can yeah. happen. So it's just stupid that you would do that when you've got dentists that are out there. You wouldn't have a brain tumor and go to your primary care doctor and say, I don't want to spend the fee to go to a specialist. I'm going to read a book to you. I'm going to buy some equipment, and I want you to do my brain surgery. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's very true. I know it's amazing how people sometimes they want to save money with these things. And I'm like, without health, you've got nothing. Like it, it, it's you know, it's amazing. It's like I'm going to save a bit of money. Cool. Then you, you might you might not be you might not have the same quality of life that you could have. It's just it just baffles me. So, mercury. The other one we haven't even touched on is fluoride. Um, fluoride. Positive or negative? Negative. It's a toxin. It's a, it's a neurotoxin. It's an endocrine toxin. You know, since we started fluoridating water, look at the incidence of thyroid problems, mm. how it skyrocketed. Uh, you know, you're, do you see it on the teeth as well? Do you get a lot of people with fluoridosis of the teeth? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Where, where, and increases risk of cancers. Mm-hmm. Fluoride ends up in the bone. Um you know, it's just, it was a waste product from atomic warheads, and the government was dumping it into water here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Great book, if someone's interested, The Fluoride Deception. Awesome book. And it will give you the history of why the American government went to the American Dental Association and said, you know, at that time, dentists couldn't advertise. It was, you just couldn't advertise. You could hang a shingle that said, uh, Dr. Joe Blow Dentist, but you couldn't take an ad out anywhere. How how times have changed. (laughs) And so what they did was they went to the American Dental Association and said, we will publicize, the government will publicize, see your dentist twice a year if you will create some kind of a seal American seal of approval for by the American Dental Association and find a use for fluoride. They put it in toothpaste. But if you read the boxes of toothpaste that have fluoride in them, it has a poison warning. A key size can kill a child if they swallow it. What kid doesn't swallow their toothpaste? I mean, who, I mean, what what adult doesn't swallow their toothpaste? Generally, I mean, people just they say this. It's it's ama- You know what I always find amazing is the amount of 
abuse the human body can take and still function at a, mm, at a above average level for a lot of people. But the most people don't know how good being healthy feels, but it's amazing the amount of things that people do wrong. That's because your body was designed for those compensating mechanisms to kick in. It's just that we've overloaded it. Mm. You know, we've taken advantage. Uh, if you bought a brand new Mercedes, you would wash it with a chamois. You wouldn't wash it with a steel wool pad. You would take care of it. You would vacuum out the inside and make sure that you're proud when people get in it. Your body is just like that Mercedes. We don't use steel wool to clean our skin, but what we put in it, take a teaspoon and put of sugar and put it in the inside of that Mercedes in the fuel tank. Tell me what happens. Just a teaspoon. You will destroy the engine. Yeah, don't do that because I don't want to get people out there. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That that was that was, um yeah, an analogy, not to go and do things. But so awesome. We've covered lots there. Um, and I completely agree with me and we're in complete um, agreement with lots of these things. But I think the more we can get this message out to people, the more they can understand how important dentist, their, their dental health is and to stay away from these things. So people say, oh, it's only a little bit of fluoride. It's like it's a little bit of fluoride every day, twice a day um, that you're doing for years. It's only a little bit of mercury. Well, it's not. And as we explained, how it can off-gas at a certain level. Or it's only... Well, every, everyone's got a root canal. They're fine. Are they fine? Most people aren't. Uh, they, aren't they aren't fine. So it's it's really good to hear uh, experts like yourself coming out and explaining these things um, to people. So um, thank you very much for coming on. Um, I'm sure... I'm sure... Have you got any other films lined up? Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, not at this moment. I mean, if you go to my website, there are some podcasts where I try to reach out and educate people on different things similar to, to what you're doing. Um, we've had some uh, movies, but I, I, I really want to give a plug to this one. They did a good job. Yeah. You know, they found very reputable people to all come together and try to say, hey, you know, it's it, it came about for a reason, but we didn't really look at we were doing similar to what I said with the airway mm -hmm. we thought onto something we thought it would improve people's health to have straight teeth we now recognize that that was a problem and we don't do that anymore yeah change we learn the same thing you know root canals are toxic please 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 if you've got a health concern have someone evaluate your mouth yeah 100% I just think it's like uh People just learning this stuff. It's amazing that the conventional dentists still don't understand how how toxic they are, and hopefully that will slowly, slowly change. You know I mean, quick. Hopefully, it'll quickly change, but you know, um, unfortunately, I doubt that it will. But thank you very much for coming on um, the show and for yeah for giving their audience so much knowledge. It was a pleasure to to speak to you. Thank you. Anytime. So, guys and girls, that was Doctor. Dawn Uin <clears throat> from all the way from Texas, as we said before. Houston, Texas, um, quite famous, lots of films, etc. It's always when you speak to people in these places, you know, it's always like, ah, oh, Houston, Texas. Um, so, yeah, I just don't know why it me being on a, on a random one. But, um, yeah, so lots of quality information there. Some stuff we covered with Dr. Thomas Levy. You're going to be getting lots more dentists on the show as well. All got supreme little nuggets of information. Um, especially it's so vital just to keep on, keep on, keep on 
compound, compounding this evidence to you guys, how important the teeth are to the rest of the body and the rest of the body are to the teeth, how it's all linked up. And how these are not just these are not just things in our mouth that have no impact, you know, how they're how they're connected um when we're fetus, when they connected to our, the teeth and the spine were together, how they connect to every organ, um, so so important, and how things like root canals can be supremely dangerous to your health. Um, so yeah, Doctor Dawn, um, you're in from drdawn.net. You can have a look at all of her information there. And if you are in America and you're near her and you need some dental work, I would really recommend searching or seeking out Dawn, even if it means a plane ride. You know, going working with someone knows what they are doing is crucial, especially when it comes to your teeth. Especially if you've got a root canal, you're having a mouth filling is taken out or anything like that. Filling is taken out. Very, very important. It's the same in England. Um, anyone want a recommendation? then give me a shout. I've got some people I know over here as well. Um, and yeah, all the doctors that we have, uh, you know, people, people, you're already, in, this is the thing, people say it costs money, it costs this, that, the other. If you're really interested or really serious about your health and you're going through an issue, you know, you'll do what is necessary. I went around the world and a lot of people do. We have doctors over here that people travel to see, um, same in America. And you know, it's, Unfortunately, if you need someone you can trust, you need to work with the best. It's why I have clients from all over the world as well, because people people trust you, then they understand well, they want to work with people that they trust as well. They say they trust you, you know, you're you're getting the results. Um then they'll then they'll go out of their way to work with you. And it's the same if you're listening to this and you have problems with your teeth and you need to work on your health, you know. So before if you're looking for someone to help you with your health, you can always send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's the best way to get in touch with me. And we can book a, a free call to talk about if and how we can help you. Um, but if you really, you've got something going on with your teeth and you're worried, then look into a high quality dentist, do your research. And if you need to, give me a shout and I'll try and point you in the right direction. But teeth are very, 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 very important when it comes to your health. Obviously, prevention's better than cure. So do what you can to have a good dental hygiene um, regime set up so you keep your teeth as healthy as possible um, so that's it for this week I've got the I've got um, Scott Nelson from juve.com uh, next week all about red light therapy that's going to be a cracker then we've got Atom Burstrom going on the show which is going to be phenomenal so that's it for this week, guys. As I said before, head over to www.reviveyourself.co for all the articles and information, as well as our, um, our different supplements on the shop. Uh, and you can also, if you're looking to work with us, as I said before, contact me at ryan.reviveyourself.co. You can also click on the testimonial tab on our site to see how we work um, and to see all the people what we've helped and to see what we can do for you. Otherwise, guys and girls, that's it for this week. Oh, and as I said before, at the beginning of the show, I'm going to maybe thinking about starting a Patreon account um, just so we can see. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. You know, in fact, you know, it's something that I think I'm probably going to do because I want to be able to go and see these doctors in face-to-face uh, so we can get the best interviews for you and maybe even start making a film. That could be something, something interesting. Um, otherwise, guys and girls, as always, stay healthy, um, stay happy as well, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today. 